Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay, and with me is now... Jazz? No. <laughs> that will never catch on. I don't know why you keep trying... Call me Gaz! No. Okay. It's Dan Bibby, our Star Wars correspondent. Dan Gaz Bibby, as I go by sometimes. I'll let you have that. <laughs> Just visit and shut you the fuck up. Okay. Right? And no one ever uses my middle name. Uh, and we're going to talk about the latest Marvel venture that begins with an M... About a, a person with you know who meets a lot of themselves on the way, Mainly played by an actor playing who's from one place, playing an act uh, an accent in another place. Yes, it is Doctor Moon Knight. <laughs> you forgot to say they were both active at night as well. Oh, they are really was Doctor Strange only only active at night? It wasn't. I thought you were going for Morbius. No, I was going with Doctor Strange. Oh, well, Begins with an... Well, oh, yeah, both. we've done Morbius as well. <laughs> we've got Morbius, Moon Knight, and Multiverse of Madness. It's May. It's all the same. Same Marvel. <laughs> so, yes, we're going to talk about Moon Knight today, if the title didn't give it away in full spoiler detail. Um, before we carry on, don't forget to visit the site, www.talknerdy.uk. Don't forget to email us at talknerdyuk.gmail.com and... Give us a review, give us a like, give us a follow on the podcast, give us a subscribe, just do what you can, share the podcast, get it out there, let's get this podcast bigger than it is, I know a lot of you do listen, but I feel like more people are probably interested in it, so start sharing about, do you, do some work for us please, because I don't want to, bastards, because I don't want to pay anyone, <laughs> <laughs> right, so on to Moon Knight. Well, yes. Can we address that, please? <laughs> I want to, before we carry on any further... <laughs> I said that very early on, and you're, I think, a text you saying, have you seen Moo Knight? Yeah. And you immediately said, stop it. Yeah. But as it's gone on, you've just... I've accepted it. Enjoyed. I, I, I literally said to Pete, I think I said to Pete, have you mood? <laughs> that was what I kept asking him as he mood. And the thing was, when I saw it appear Moonlight, I was like, oh, he's going he's gonna to call it Moonlight. <laughs> I knew that. that that's when it came up. I was like, oh, fucking stop it. <laughs> but yeah, Moon Knight, and you're not the only one because we got set. Um, there was an, a meme made of him looking like a cow. Oh, I was gonna say I've not seen any Moon Knight memes. There is people have made oh, Moon Knight, right. yeah. So you weren't the only one on that one. Okay. So yeah, well done. You've got a thing, I suppose, <laughs> that other people that do. Other people do. Um, so yeah, Moon Knight, Dan Bibby. Initial thoughts. Uh, really liked it because I, I I didn't know I had no idea what to expect going in. Considering, I think it's the first MCU TV show that introduces a new character, or at least stars a new character, because we've had uh, One Division, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Loki. Yeah, that's a good point. Captain America, and then Winter oh, so, so, uh, Falcon, the Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier ends up as Captain America. I think you're right there. Yeah, um, this was there wasn't anything so built up about that. Immediately on the back foot, I was like, no idea what. It, and the trailer misled me completely as to what it was actually about. The the, the concept that I thought it would be was that. Because I knew he was having, you know, blackouts from the trailer. I didn't know what he was doing. Mm. I thought at night he became Moon Knight, but he had 
no idea what he did when he was superhero. Right, okay. I thought that's what it was going to be. And I was like, that's a really cool idea. And it ended up being kind of like that adjacent. Well, it's that, but not just at night. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was an all day thing. <laughs> moon, moon day and moon, moon, night. moon night. No, okay. I think the trailer did fool a lot of people because in the comics, he originally started off fighting werewolves and the trailer seemed beating up that... Well, we now know it's a jackal. Yeah. It's a jackal? A jackal. Um, <laughs> Wasn't like the first day, Dad. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people thought, oh my God, they're going straight in with werewolves. He's going to be fighting werewolves. We're getting werewolves like in the brutal, MCU. Brutally hammering him into the ground as well. Lovely, brutally hammering him into the ground. <laughs> um, it's not animal cruelty if the animal technically doesn't exist. If it's just a tennis ball on a stick, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. As we've seen in Spider-Man, the graphics are amazing. Um, yeah, no, it's... But so go on. It wasn't what you thought it was going to be. However, uh, I, I mean, it was in the same ballpark of what I thought it would be. But yeah, I, I struggle when I'm I'm kind of like with you with video games. You know, you said you only like playing games you were already familiar with the characters. Yeah, I don't only like watching things that I'm familiar with. But it does take. And when I'm reading books or whatever, it takes me a while to kind of warm to brand new settings. I know mm. it's not brand new because it's in the MCU. Do you like to be like softly introduced to someone? Like so. Put, preferably you would have like Moon Knight have shown up maybe in another no, no, part not... of the media and then they go and now here's his spin-off not even particularly that it's, it's just it's just a fact of I know when I start watching something new and I don't know the characters don't know the setting it's going to take me a, like a little while to jump in not like a huge amount but I'm just as always a little bit apprehensive as to whether I'm going to enjoy it and how long it's going to take me to get into it because you're slow because I'm slow yes, yes. Um, but it was very uh, I was very immediately hooked no good I'm glad on that. No, I, again, it was a. Uh, I'm, well, I'm not similar to you at all because I can I I know a fair bit about Moon Knight. I'm no way as big a fan as. Did you um, know about it because you prepared because you knew the show was coming, or did you no, know about him in advance of the show being announced? Ad- advance. I bought. I was buying. Do you not remember over lockdown? I was recommending some comics to you. <laughs> you found treasure, and I found treasure that yeah. my Moon Knight comic, well, my Moon Knight book, they don't print it anymore. So now I think even Pete went out looking for it, and he managed to find one second-hand for 15 quid. Yeah, but now it's worth, like, 900 quid. Or some, yeah, it's <laughs> it's probably... It's to anyone out there who's, like, going, oh, I've got 900 pounds, you've probably not got a 900 pound book. It's just that they're not printing it anymore. So if you want to buy it off, like, Amazon or something, they're, like, saying that's how much it would be worth if you sold it through them. But in real... It's just you don't have a book that's printed anymore, but there's plenty about if you know where to look, really. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was reading Moon Knight a while ago. And then I was made up when they announced it because I instantly fell in love with the character in the in the comics. But Jay Rowe, who listens to the pod, um, he's a much bigger Moon Knight fan than me. He's got the very first appearance in Moon Knight in the comics. He but that's worth a bit now. It, it is. It is. He was. He was. How old is the character? When, when was the debut? Do you know? Uh, I feel like it was the sixties. Oh, really? I feel maybe the sixties. Yeah, because he he literally appears in like so he's it's like he's it's a bit of a spin off. It like. I think it's, oh, I want to say it's a, either a Blade comic or a Dracula comic or something to do with vampires. And he appears, he's a bad guy, he's killing werewolves, and I don't know why that's a bad thing, but he is. <laughs> and then people liked him a lot, so they kept him and just changed him into being Moon Knight, a good character, and completely retconned him and made him. That, like, everything you saw, well, let's get into it. So in episode five, where we find out how he became Moon Knight. Yeah. And he's um, like at the tomb of uh, in the foot of Konshu after like getting shot or whatever. That's all in the comics. That's all how it happened. 
but okay. So, so he's so he's a mercenary, or yeah, yeah. But and the, the, so that was always I was glad that they kept with that. But yeah, that's how he is. And but yeah, J Ro, big shout out to you all the way through this. I was messaging him, like going, "What did you think?" Because because at the end of the day. He's a bigger. He's an OG fan. Yeah. He was mostly on board. I think we agree for every like if I gave an episode four out of five, he was giving it like three point five. Right. Okay. Just a little bit under. He was being. He's been very critical. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he both he, he what was good was good. Yeah. He knew that, and what was bad, we were both on the page. Um. But yeah. So it was six episodes, which was not a lot of episodes for a brand new character because I feel like some of the other ones had eight episodes I don't they? think they did I know Loki only had six Loki had six but One I thought Division was... I think had more because some of them were shorter yeah and but Loki was going to have like it was going to be 12 but they had to cut it short because yeah. of, I'm, I swear Falcon Winter Soldier was like seven or eight but whatever again I hadn't even thought about it. it's the very first time this character's come in and it's on TV and he's got six episodes first episode um, I haven't wrote the names down. I just realised I wrote down how I remember them. So I called this episode Jackal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do they have names? Yeah, they have they? names. Yeah, I can't remember this one, but we're going to call it Jackal. So in this one, we meet Stephen, who is brilliantly introduced as just like waking up, uh, trying to get to awkwardly get to work. Faith planting when he's strapped to the bedpost. I mean, it's kind of reminds me of how Back to the Future really works as a good intro to showing uh, Marty waking up. Because uh, not, it's not Marty waking up, it's the doc's room with the alarms going off. Yeah, it tells an entire story just by going around the room. Him getting up that day and going to work tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, a, a lot. Uh, like... I think, I think the, 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 the kind of self hate, self, self hate, mm. the self help thing he's listening to is like kind of like voice, voicing over, oh, this is how to stay awake for such and such a time. Mm. You only need three hours to remain your true self. And so, so it's like, okay, so he's having either issues with sleep. Or some, something wrong. Oh, he hates sleep. Yeah, he doesn't want to sleep, or he can't sleep for some reason. Mm. Uh, he has to stop himself sleeping. And immediately that's like, okay, so maybe that's when he becomes Moon Knight when he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't know what's happening, but he knows he doesn't like it, so he tries to stop himself from doing it. Um, but then we find out later down the line that he's becoming uh, Mark. And what did you reckon of Stephen's um, English accent? I thought it was really good. I think, I think obviously, as an English person, you can tell it's not 100% real. But for an American actor to do an accent that well, and also it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day he's doing a, like an impression of a childhood hero. Yes, because it's a, a kind of like a self-preservation. That thing. was what was I thought was more important. I saw people bitching about it and I was going, "You wait till you find out why is it, that he's actually not English." Yeah, and that's just how he thinks they speak. Yeah, because it's just a traumatized dissociative identity yeah, thing that he's taken from that movie when he was younger mm. I also love that in this one we got Laters Gators which <laughs> what, what's that that was just what he kept saying like oh, yeah, yeah. Bye, some Laters Gators yeah there was Laters Gators and there was um, oh but we're buggered all the time <laughs> all the time we're buggered <laughs> every, saw, every other line <laughs> I saw people putting up uh, like memes showing like Stephen in the comics and he's much more like an entrepreneur like going, well how do you do yes I'm a uh, I run this joint. Oh, glass of wine. Here you go. And he goes, Stephen in the Marvel. Well, fuck me, dog. I can't see me fucking up. <laughs> and he works in a gift shop at the museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is when you got the... Um, in the first episode, did you get a bit of... You did. You got some blackouts happening. Um, yeah, did he end up in the Alps in the first episode? Or was yes, it, yeah? he does. Yeah, with... He ends up, in the, ends up in the Alps and you got like... 
him just constantly going up, going uh, 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 black, and yeah. then and then it, suddenly everyone was dead around him. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, he was very conf- which was really cool at first. We'll get back to later on where I didn't like it anymore, but that was cool at first. And what I just remember that in that Alp scene, being like. We've rented a green screen today, haven't we? Well, I didn't notice. Oh, I thought it was really jarring. Like, I could tell it wasn't the best. On which part? Oh, or that whole, that whole sequence? The van. The whole van driving. It, I like the camera angles. Like, they're doing it all in one shot with yeah. blackouts and stuff. But whenever it went to, like, showing the van doors open and the other van chasing, I just was immediately going, that's not really happening. They Because the Alps were far too bright. I don't know, the, the lighting was all wrong. I didn't notice. I did notice some fairly dodgy CGI, but it was mainly on shot on like you know shots of Moon Knight jumping between buildings and stuff, and you could tell it was an entirely CGI guy. It wasn't an actor with anything imposed See, onto that's it. See, that's weird. I'm the, it was the other way around. I, I thought I would, later on, like, Konshu is brilliant. Yeah, Konshu looks really good. All the, all the budget went into Konshu. And that shot of them... Winding back the night sky as well. That was really Take cool. Take back the night. They <laughs> <laughs> were taking back the night. <laughs> no, yeah, they um, they took back the night. <laughs> they did. They took um, back thousands of years of yeah. nights. Um, yeah, I feel like they saved a lot of the budget for Konshu and for oh my god, what was the name of the fucking bad guy? Uh, a why can I not remember? Armet. Armet. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's mentioned enough. Um, I thought that they looked. Insane. They did because that massive fight scene at the end where they were like fighting and they were the same size as the pyramids. It was like fucking Godzilla versus yeah, yeah. Godzilla. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. No, it was like a kaiju it fight. It was really good. But they did. They look really. They look really good. Laura, Laura made quite an early comparison to. Uh, so you know, in, in the in the in the van when hmm. you've got. Um, Stephen and Mark argue and then suddenly you've got Conchu go, why is there a third here? Kind of thing. Mm. Laura was like, this is like Venom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I was like. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, because it even sounds a bit like Tom Hardy's Venom, like at certain points. It that was weird because in the comics, when you read it, he comes off as very stoic and very dark and very well, an Egyptian god. Yeah. The first few lines he says in this are like really Venom-like, and, and I, me and Jay were talking. Oh my god, it sounds like I'm having dissociative. <laughs> Jay is the other Jay. The one I, he definitely exists. <laughs> um, me and Jay, were, me and Jay were talking. It was the first thing we picked up on, and he said that he went, "It's like Venom's." There. And I know it's kind of not as, yeah. I can't think of another word for stoic. It was just he, for no, me. He should have been darker. Yeah, darker, and maybe they just didn't want to go too dark. Which yeah. I feel like that's why also. So in the comics, Mister Knight, which is the one where he has the suit, Stephen suit. See, well, that's the thing. So Stephen, Mister Knight is. In the comics, it's debatable whether he's another identity or it's just Moon Knight dressing down. In disguise. <laughs> but yeah, because he uses it so he can go talk to police and he uses it. It's like a street gear. Right, okay. Um, but in the comics, it's more or less suggested that's still Mark. Right, okay. Right. So the fact that Steven gets that suit is weird because in the comics, he's... So is Steven in the comics just like... This is becoming an episode of Tell Me Again, but <laughs> is, is Steven in the comics more... Um... Just like like a Bruce Wayne kind of character, like he never gets involved in the hero kind of thing side of things. Yeah, yeah. Or he's he, not aware he of was it. kind of he was kind of made up to kind of. I mean, Jay, if I'm wrong, I'm probably going to butcher it a bit because I've not read as many comics as him. I interpret it as he was he was made to then hang out with high society and meet up with the high level criminals, find out what they're doing, so that then he can 
go he can figure out what you know he can make connections and no get info basically but he would sometimes go into this character for so long that he would forget why he was was, yeah and get and that's where his did comes from and the other end of it jake who we see at the very very end of the show Mm -hmm. in the credit scene jake is the other end taxi driver who goes around trying to scoping out the scum yeah yeah a bit like again like so bruce wayne Wayne Wayne, on his motorbike no so in the in the do you not remember the cartoon there was matches malone no bruce wayne in the animated series i don't know how how often he's done in the comics he has a character that he's made to mess with to be like with all the gangsters and it's matches malone oh god Okay, yeah. so that's like his underworld. But the difference okay. between is that at the end of it, Batman's DI. Batman does have DID because Batman actually is Batman. He isn't Bruce Wayne, he isn't that, and he has to deal with that. Moon Knight just forgets who the fuck he is all the time. Yeah, well, I, he, well, I, I guess in, in, well, the com- three people. in the comics like that. Mm. But uh, in the TV show, he basically is those three personalities because they, they talk to each other through mm. the reflections and they have different memories and shit like that no yeah it's it's i don't know how hard i've not read any of the comics yet where it's really a prevalent problem like at the moment they just live in harmony yeah at the moment in the comics i haven't had anything where they're more of an issue than just like him decide him like remembering he's had real big problems with this in the past but I've seen like people make memes showing like Spider Man talking to Moon Knight going Mark and he's going it's Stephen and he goes okay Stephen he goes sorry Jake I go, okay, Jacob. So it's it's Mark again. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I I I don't know if if I mean I've just bought a new comic by I think it's called Bottom, and I think that's going to have a lot of the issues in right, that we okay. saw in this. Where yeah, he's a bit of a crazy. But he's getting in his own way. Yeah, and other like the Avengers and everyone hate him. Like in the same way that they kind of think Punish is reckless or Daredevil. Is a bit like dodgy as well, and yeah, which is good. I prefer yeah. that level of villain. Um, so yeah, so Jackal, what do you think of when he suited up? What for the first time? Yeah, it looked cool. No, okay, yeah. Why, why, mean, why, what did you think? Well, because in the comics, uh, this is what's quite interesting to me. I'm just trying to get like you because you're like fresh meat for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the comics, he doesn't suit up like that, he just puts on the suit. <laughs> so he'd like stand there and like pull on some trousers and well, he just wouldn't be strained to get his hoodie on. He, in the position of the in in that scenario, he'd where, just fight in his civvies. Yeah, it would just take. A, he would just like then change into like I don't know if he needs to become Mark, he would be Mark. Well, this way makes it more supernatural, doesn't it? it yeah, I, I liked yeah. it personally. Jay was a bit funny about it. Other Jay, um, <laughs> but he t- said he warmed to it in the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the in the comics, uh, Mister Knight is not as because this was the other thing everyone called Mister Knight White Deadpool. Did you see that? People were saying yeah. that when he got in the suit because he had the white eyes, which yeah. is great. Um, and because he was a bit more comical because he had Stephen's voice, so yeah. it was like it's British White Deadpool. Oh, I didn't get Deadpool vibes from that. At I all. didn't. I didn't see that. I but... think. I think some. That's the kind of thing where someone makes. Like an observation like that, and everyone goes, "Yeah, yeah, I see it." Just, just to kind of like see, see it seem like they've made the comparison themselves. Yeah, I didn't see it myself, 
But, I did love it when he first when he first, that was this was in the first episode as well when he when he's like put on the suit he's like, I don't know what you're talking about I don't have a suit yeah. and he's falling and then he, he, he goes he puts was the second episode he puts that. a suit on yeah <laughs> but his superhero landing is really cool and then he just kind of wobbles and falls off to the side and he's like why are we wearing Stephen yeah. <laughs> he's like you said you needed a suit so I put a suit on yeah it's very <laughs> nice like, I, I look I look quite dashing and then he pulls the nunchucks out and he's like oh god look at this <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think the humor was overall. I've got some, there's someone who works over the um, corridor for me in my office, and he thought the the com- they went too hard on the comedy, and I was like, I don't think they did. I think the balance is pretty. I know, like the more I kind of retrospectively look back in this, I feel the first episode was a full of kind of like situation comedy because it's like getting to know Stephen. Yeah. But then from that point onwards, there isn't really much comedy. There's oh, whenever Stephen appears, it can be funny. But it's not like Hugh Laurie and Blackadder going, well, fuck me sideways. <laughs> like that. It was just like little things like where he would go, like, leave me, leave Mark in the mirror. Like, and when he's in the tent, he's like, you give me that body back now. He's like, no, you go away. And yeah. Maybe yeah. get a haircut or something. Just him trying to be like sassy or something. Yeah, yeah. There's where he goes, man, we look like a plonko in front of Layla. It's just like <laughs> random British vernacular. Yeah, like. it just was funny, kind of like banter more than like. Let's make this funny. Rather than walking into a rake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. So, I, yeah, I didn't think the humour was that... It, I mean, it got fucking dark. If we jump forward, so... The second episode I called Confront Harrow. That's where it got a little bit darker because you find out what the plan is. I struggled with Harrow a little bit because... I liked him as a character. I, I've not seen Ethan Hawke in a great deal, to be honest. I've seen him in a few things. He's one of the people, if you'd showed me beforehand and go, this is Ethan Hawke, I'd go... Oh, that's Ethan Hawke. Like, I recognise his face, knew and, the name. And you recognise the name, but then I wouldn't necessarily put the two together. Um, but the, the scales on his arm, and he's judging people in the Alps, like, by Arnett's ruling or whatever, but mm. he's not Arnett's avatar at that point. He's not even Conchu's avatar. So why does that tattoo work on his arm? Because he's just a regular, like, cult leader at that point. I couldn't why? quite work that out. Why does he got that power is it not oh no because he's got this the stick of armor so it, it said it came it came with some of his magic it came with some of his powers does he have that from the start does it yeah he has right. that from the very okay. beginning oh yeah then he upgrades it when they get they find the tomb down yeah put yeah something that's in where we got into the, the, the worst episode for me i just called it black market which was where you had a load of weird things happening that one where they go on a boat ride mark meets was meets with layla yeah, and uh, has the little boat ride, and I didn't enjoy the boat ride. Like I thought the dialogue was really wooden, <laughs> and then they get to it's like, and all the, in fact, all the dialogue in this episode was really weird. Like I'm trying to find this sarcophagus, and he's like just asking people on the street, and like <laughs> you, you have to search for, but you idiot, you can't find it here. You'll have to go to the black market. I'll show you. That's not how the black market works. <laughs> yeah, like it's a place. Yeah, come to the, come with me to the black market. It's like on the peep show where he goes, I'm telling the ombudsman. The <laughs> ombudsman's coming to get you. He's like, the ombudsman isn't the person, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, come with me to the black market. Or like a sign like, you are here. The black, black market mar- is over here. Yeah, it was just bizarre. And then, but no, they get a boat to the black market because this guy's just like... A boat to the black market. They get there and this guy's like, oh, yes, I have the sarcophagus. I keep it outside here, like I always do, in this tent. I was like, 
Why is it there? It's, it's, it's near it. your jousting <laughs> pitch. Nothing about this episode made I guess, any I guess, sense. I guess that's just arrogance, isn't it? Because obviously quite rich and powerful. He wants to display it. Yeah, it was. So, I thought the whole episode was really bizarre. And then, um, but that had the, the fight scene in it, which was really cool because he, he suits up and yeah, that was that's what saved the fight scene yeah. at the end. But then in the, in the middle as well, you've got the bit where they go, Kongshu goes, right, we've got no choice. We're going to go to the court of the Egyptian gods. We must have a strong, urtite case. But I can say it, they do not trust me, and Harrow's clever, so we need to have a strong, urtite case. Let's go. Walked in. What's your case? I swear he's doing it, Gav. I swear he's doing it. He definitely is. Have you got any evidence? Probably, but we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to point and shout at him. And Harry's just going, as you can see, I'm just a normal man. <laughs> I've done nothing wrong. Dumbledore was yeah. there, right? <laughs> I've done nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was so annoying. I was just like, you, you knew this going in. This was... <laughs> And then they're like, right. They plan. They plan to make a plan, but never made the plan. Yeah. And then they were. And then it's like, don't fuck with the sky again, or turn you to stone. And then at the end, it's like, oh, gonna have to fuck with the sky. Yeah, that <laughs> that bit didn't annoy me. And they were the, well, I guess by that point they were fine with it because they'd realised there was a greater evil in armour. Yeah, yeah. Released. That yeah. But it was more like everything that built up to that bit. I felt I felt really annoyed. Then the fight scene was cool. Especially where he turns back into Steve and it's like, I'm going to do some of this. And just absolutely gets a load of sticks in. And it was like, shit, 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 yeah. come back, Mark, come back. <laughs> um, there was some brutal fights in this. There was, some, like you said, the, I mean, the Jack will get the shit kicked out of yeah, it. Yeah, but it, but it is all a little bit through the Disney filter because, like... It was you were seeing the jackal getting pummeled, but from behind. Well, mm. not from behind, but the, 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 the <laughs> are shot, you writing porn again? <laughs> the shot was from the reverse of Moon Knight, so you could see his cape and his fists laying there, but yeah, you yeah. couldn't actually see what was going on. There was those couple of shots like that as well, and without spoilers, Multiverse of Madness, where it like was communicating violence, but you see you saw either the front end or the back end of the violence. Mm. You didn't see the act itself. There was, but there was like dark bits, like the kid who's like he holds over the cliff, and he's like, "Don't worry, this kid will, uh, this kid will tell me everything." All right, kid, tell me everything. The kid's just like, even hot forever. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> just I, and it was like, oh right, oh, I like the way Conchu was like, this will definitely. It was Conchu was like, this will definitely work. This will be absolutely fine. <laughs> they killed him. So he goes, well, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Black Market was the worst. I I started panicking after that episode because I don't, I don't think you were overreacting. It. It, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I just thought it was just because I felt the I felt there was. You got to understand by the end of episode two, we've gone from being in Stephen's room where there's a lot of mystery and a lot of like there was great moments with the police being like actually in on it, him discovering the mobile phone, who's like that, all like that. But by the end of episode two, we're in Cairo. That's a big jump already. So then episode three felt like, again, just running. So that then we can get to episode four, which fucking nearly broke the internet from what I could tell. That was the one where you got shot at the end. That's the one where it was... Yeah, he gets shot at the end and he wakes up and he's in an asylum. Yeah. And everyone, like, everyone I know was like... I mean, Jay was like five out of five. That is what yeah, Moon Knight is. That, that, that did constantly questioning the reality with my mind. Uh, that episode because I was like, well, that as far as I know is real. He's just been shot twice in the chest. He's dead. I think he even acknowledges it in the next episode. He's like, send me back and goes, send you back to what? Your body's dead. You've just been shot. You're mm. bleeding with a bullet in your heart in the in a tomb somewhere. And he's like, 
Oh yeah. He's like, well, how the fuck? That is a little bit that that kind of disappointed me is that like he just got resurrected at the end. I was like, they could could have found a more trippy way to do that rather than and he's alive again because he said. Oh, he was he wanting to like what go back in time and? Yeah, just some other way than bringing a dead body back to life. I mean, there was a lot, but that was a very horror-based episode because there was also like... Because I thought that was going to be it for him in the Land of the Living. I thought the rest of it was going to be in the afterlife. Well, fair enough, was. And because... they were going to like, and they were going to like, you know, influence the the world of the living through some kind of medium in the mm. afterlife. No, I could see why. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, okay, I can see why it would have gone down there. But in this one, don't forget you had the awesome bit where. You got the fucking the tomb scene. It was like something out of. I was trying to think of the. Um, what's the film set in London Underground where. Thor the Dark World. No. <laughs> it's a horror film. I don't know if you might know it. It's, it's set in L- London Underground and this rich girl leaves a party. She has to get the last train. She goes. She fall, accidentally falls asleep because she's partied so hard. She wakes up. She's locked in the un- London Underground. I can't say I know it. And this horrible thing comes out and starts chasing her. And it was just like, it was honestly note for note, the noises it was making, the way it looked, that mummy was just like, that was fucking terrifying. Was just like what? Was like, like, in that, was just like that creature from that, this like, this. Oh shit, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, so they, they, this, this was an 18 horror film I'm talking about. And they, they, yeah, they, yeah. They more or less copied it. It just went off uh, it looked like, sound. It looked like to me, have you seen The Descent? Yeah, it yeah. was very descent actually. When, you, when you, that like one shot you get of the actual thing because yeah, before it's mainly it tension out. and stuff, um, it felt a little bit like that. And yes, yeah, so you had that, and then it was also chasing. She goes one way, and he goes another. So she's getting chased, and it's like coming out the wall and everything. And and then there's that shot of her of like she's frames in between these two rocks, and she's like, "Oh, I'm safe," and she's banging in the middle, and you're like, "Something's going to get her from behind." Then it reaches out and pulls her. Yeah, right? yeah. That proper like horror movie shot. Yeah. And then it, like she just about survives, and I like how it was a bit going back to more realism. Like she just does this massive fight, and she needs to take time to recover. Yeah. Like yeah. how Daredevil used to need that rather than just go, "I'm a superhero. I'll get up now and carry on." Um, and that was sick. And then yeah, just waking up in the asylum and questioning everything. Yeah. That was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Um. Then after that, you have, yeah, so, death. Well, that episode ends with, so he finds his other, if they meet, finally Steve and Mark meet. Yeah. Um, they, they see another sarcophagus, but they don't open it. Little do they know that they really And you've got all the kind of relevant things from the, like, living world Are there... being translated. So he's, he's strapped to his wheelchair. Yeah, there's a picture of the Alps. Yeah, um, he's that that movie with Stephen Grant in is on the TV. Because yeah. that's what that's what tra- the transition is to, isn't it? He bleeds. Yeah, he so the out, fifth one. It fades to black, and then you get that um, four by three ratio old oh, yeah. old movie coming on. And you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and it's like, it's me, Professor Stephen Grant, and it's like, hmm. Yeah, that <laughs> that's was not Oscarized. <laughs> I got weird kind of like Wonder Vision vibes yeah, when he yeah. did that. No, yeah, that was that was a really good that that entire episode. This is what annoyed me about the third episode because the third episode's so sloppy, and you got this episode, and it's so good. Like in every way, it's written to the very point the end where they just open up the door, and that hippo god's there. And there's, a, there's just hello. And they just scream, and it <laughs> yeah. ends. It was just a very sharp left turn. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It was just really. I love that that bit where they both reacted kind of cemented me. With even the fact that they've called them both cemented for me the fact that this show doesn't work without Oscar Isaac. I don't think there's anyone else who could yeah. do that because there was just like 
even when he was in like the real world, and you were switching, you were switching between Mark and Steven. You could tell with like a facial expression or a stance or um, the move of a fucking eyelid, and you were like, okay, he's Mark. Okay, he's Steven. He just had some weird way of communicating which one he was. And even that shot of them where they see the hippo and they back away, and mm. Stephen like physically like backs up really far and he's like trying to hide behind the gurney, mm. and uh, Mark just screams <laughs> just, on the, <laughs> just, spot. Like, just r- on the spot. And I was like, he is playing two completely different people there, very convincingly. Yeah. So some people pointed out that like you saw Jake. I, I've rewatched it and gone, oh shit, yeah. There's a bit where like he goes, "You're not a doctor." To him, like he does, he just closes his eyes, opens it, and goes, "You're not a doctor." And grabs the the, the glass pyramid, and then goes to attack him. And then people replay it and go, "No, listen to his accent. It's even. It's got a slight like, draw, and it's not. It's not. It's and it doesn't look like Mark. Mark. He, he looks a bit more like, hey, I'm a tough guy. And then I've rewatched it back and gone, oh shit, that was a bit of Jake as well coming out. Well, he's, he's Spanish, isn't he, Jake? But he speaks Spanish at the he end. He speaks Spanish at the end. I don't know. In the comics, I don't believe he's Spanish. No, but in a TV show, I think they have to make it very obvious. obvious. You've got an American guy, an English guy, and a Spanish yeah. guy. So if they make him so he's like Spanish American or something, yeah. maybe. But yeah, everyone pointed that out, and it was like, and yeah, he did really well through it. It's so well, in fact, that thanks to how well the C, I don't know, knocked the CGI in that episode, other episode. In the next episode, Death, I've just called it Death. <laughs> With um, the ship and it's the... Uh... You would honestly think it was two actors. Yeah. And actually yeah. from that point onwards, it carries on in the finale a bit as well. You'd honestly think it was... T- well, okay, it might be two actors and the CGI, but you'd honestly think it's genuinely two yeah, yeah. different because of the way they, of the way is, he portrays uh, both. Because that, 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 from a technical standpoint, that kind of trick of having two actors playing or even on the screen at the same time hmm. has existed since like the 90s. used to happen a lot in Star Trek and like time travel episodes or you know transport malfunctions and stuff but you could almost see a line down the middle of the screen <laughs> and you know, and you'd see that like the actor saying to the other side of the screen so what do you think and then they and the camera would be static because they couldn't afford for it to move because <laughs> they didn't know how to track the movement at all and, and then he'd have to stand there and wait like hmm and react to what the other person's what the other him oh, saying if he walks if he if they got to that point when he could do it he would appear on screen but have a thick black line around him. <laughs> yeah. Or you could very clearly tell he was being superimposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was like, they were doing being like panning, sweeping shots around and like, there was no, I was, I was really probing for something but it, as you say, it just looked like there were two people there. <laughs> you were really probing. I was yeah. really probing in all orifices. <laughs> um, that deft one then. You did you like that episode because that sounds more like, you, you alluded before like, oh, you kind of wish they had then been influencing the living world from the dead world. Mm-hmm. But then I'm guessing, so this episode was quite good for you yeah. anyway because of... It was, because it was all in the... As it, I think they called, I think Pete pointed out they called it the Ancestral Plane, mm. which is the afterlife from Black Panther as well. Yeah. Which is Some a cool little crossover. That that, I think the only references to the MCU were that, and they, they brought up Madripoor at one point, which is the city from uh, where Fal- Zemo, Zemo was throwing shapes. Yeah, yeah, from Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, yeah, it is. I think the same plane because it was purple as well. Yeah, which is a cool little tie-in. But yeah, I did, re- I did really like that. Again, it reminded me of Star Trek. I think I, th- I always like it when they kind of when when an, when an afterlife is kind of in a, in a fictional universe canonized as an actual thing. Right. So, so like um, like like that. And in Star Trek, they have um, Stogokor, which is the Klingon afterlife. And there's there's an episode where they, they, when they die, they go on the barge of the dead, and on the barge they've got a. Uh, 
basically prove that they're worthy to go to Stover Court, otherwise they get thrown overboard. So I guess that's based on Egypt. Egyptian. Yeah, man. There's a lot. There's religion. a few that did that. Like you, you go on the book of the de- dead. Yeah, the, yeah. Book of the, the boat of the dead. But I, I really like it when it's actually real because I don't know why it just adds an extra layer of mysticism to it. Where it's just like, oh, okay, no, this this can like really open up a lot of shit. Well, it did open up a lot of shit because it was like in that episode. While that's all happening, we find out like, like he, that he killed. Well, did he kill? He he rec- his mum blames him. That entire fucking thing is sad. His mum blames him for the death of his brother. Yeah. And like goes so ham on him, so hard, and that's his way of dealing with it. And then it's like the only memories Stephen have of his mother is when his mum's nice. Is it beforehand? But me and me and my brother were talking about this kid. It's a little bit confusing. Like I get he's like kind of like, you know, broken and fragmented and stuff, but like he became Stephen to kind of guard Mark from witnessing the darkness of what his mother was. Yeah. But that means that Stephen would have taken the beatings and been aware of the beatings. No, because that's what Jake did. But so when he was going like that, when he was a kid and changing, he was changing to Jake. He was changing to Jake, which we haven't seen yet. But that's what Jake... That, that by the way, it's funny you, you mentioned that the whole eye thing. I read online, there's people with DID who say that actually happens. Mm. Like, they, 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 they were made up, like, rather than just, like, make it, like, the mask or something where they spin on the spot and go, <laughs> Like, when, oh, it's actually nice that it's being represented correctly. Yeah. Like, that's what happens. Our eyes go back. No, no, it won't have been Jake because he changes. And then that it's, it's showing the first time he becomes Stephen because he puts the accent on and he's like, uh, now, his mum comes in and wrecks the room. Yeah. Oh, as a go, the mum's dragged up and pulled away. He's, as Mark, he's panicking, he's panicking. And then he changes that and goes, oh, what's this? We've got a bit of a... Something to tidy up here. We better start tidying. So he's completely forgotten everything that's happened there and just moves and puts everything back. And then that's it. He's protected. And then he's just like, oh, mother will be so happy. Like, that's what his version of it. But then there is a scene showing, yeah, him being grabbed to have the beat. And you see the eyes go back. That'll turn out to have been Jake. Mm. Jake took the beatings. That's why Jake's so fucking dark. And that's why. We'll wait and see. Because well, if, if if it is if it does turn out that way, then then fine. But otherwise, if it's if it's being explained away at a late, but like they they say no, that's that was someone else. No, it's definitely gonna be Jake because that you got remember like Mark doesn't even Mark they don't know Jake exists, and as you can see, well, this is what get annoyed me in the first episode. We definitely know there was a sign of Jake because like he blacks out and he wakes up, and all them people are dead around him. Well, that could be Mark. We said it could be Mark, but people are like it could be Jake because of how quick and fucking harsh it was. But then you go to the f- finale, I just called it, which um, where it looks like, you know, Ahmed's got the staff conchus fucked. Uh, she's she's changed into the, which we'll get to that. She's changed into that Egyptian uh, superhero. Um, yeah, and, and there's he, another violent, violent flurry of. He blacks out, yeah. wakes up. And everyone's fucked. And then they're both like, was that you? No, that wasn't you. Was that you? In fact, there's another bit yeah, where that happens Layla as well. Says, what the fuck was that? Yeah, and <laughs> no, there's another bit that happens on as well. I think on a rooftop on the third one or the fourth one. They get, he, he get they, again, he says, you killed all these people, Marks. And I didn't kill fucking anyone. But I got annoyed by the finale of that. I was like, I would have liked to have seen that. I feel like that's... Well, they're saving something, aren't they, for season two? Well, Okay. I and, and, and I guess, I guess, I guess you were going into it expecting to see Jake pop up at some point, or no, or no. And it no, was, I just feel like that's a real, like a real annoying way to get rid of it. Like, because I just want to know how did he 
stop that. No, I liked it because it happened because like at that point you think you understand the full situation, and then that happens again. And it was like, he's like, was that you? And he's like, no, it wasn't me. And even Layla's like confused, like what the fuck was that? Obviously, he's in like a third suit or something because I want to see Jake's suit so bad. Mm. Um, but I, I just like, I was just like, oh, there's a third, and that was enough for me. No, not obviously not in the long run, but like it, it adds, it adds in an extra. Like, I was like, okay, I, I know what's going on now. I know, I know the situation. I know, I know, and I know. Then it makes me I go, want, oh, I don't know the situation. But I just wanted else. to see. I wanted to actually see him overcome those odds, not like, just black out and then go, oh, yeah, I overcame them. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think not seeing that makes it better. Otherwise, you just see. You'll, otherwise, you just see an ex, 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 like. Ex, again, huh? Otherwise, you see an extension of an already badass fight scene, and it's like. It, you're diminishing the returns on how cool that can look at a certain point. I like point. badass fight scenes. Yeah, me too. But there's, 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 there's better ways to approach them than just carrying them on and making them bigger and bigger. What What if I told you there may not be a season two? Because Disney have put it forward for an award show that me and it got put forward for the limited series award, which means that you have to kind of underline this is the only series we're doing of it. So, and then Oscar yeah. Isaac has come out and said... I have not been approached or told or anything said to me that even hinted. I think two. that's all uh, politics, to be honest. Because it, it's like, it, it's why, um, you know, the, I found that out the other day. You know, the um, when TV shows take like a, mid, a mid-season finale. Yeah. Um, it's because they usually time it so it's either side of eligibility for award seasons. So they'll do the first half and then they'll put the forward their nominations for, you know, whatever that season. Mm. And then it'll cross over into the new award season and you've got the second half of the season so you're maximising how many awards you can win get for one season for one season so it'll be something along those lines I hope so because it the only thing I can see is if they they kind of tie it in with so then they do a Punisher season and they do a Daredevil season and then they bring them all together because they're all, all based in New York yeah and well then, are they? he's in London at the start where does Mark live? yeah he's in he's, yeah but Mark, but Jake lives in New York. Does it? That's where, like, the the car, that limo at the end, that's a Spectre on it. Jake. Well, I say Jake lives in New York. Technically, Steve, and in the comics, they all live in New York. Yeah. But it looks like they say alluding that Jake has oh, the reverse also. <laughs> Jake's being like the gritty naughty one, like the taxi driver. Yeah. But he's using the money of Stephen. Yeah. And meanwhile, Stephen's living like a shit. See, the way, shit even camp. the way you're trying to talk about it, I don't think they can. I don't think they can introduce a third personality and give all three of those quote unquote characters sufficient airtime, as well as pairing up with, you know, a Daredevil, Punisher, and Iron Fist or whatever. So, I, well, I, I you say that, but the end fight scene where they kept switching between Mark and Stephen during the fights, that was great. Yeah, because we knew them already by then. Yeah, so you just get Jake on board. You're excited to see Jake? I am excited to see Jake, but I want to see him on his own. I don't want to but see him... you might see him on his own more, because he said... Well, you will see him on his own more, because that was a really good twist, where it's like, you've got to let us go. You've got <laughs> yeah. to let us go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I'll let you go, Mark, and I'll let you go, Stephen. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jake... Yeah, he says to Harry at the end, like, who didn't realise how broken he truly was? <laughs> <laughs> and he had the suit on, which was so fucking cool, because he has that in the comics. I was waiting oh, for yeah, to... Oh, yeah, did. Yeah, I'm surprised, honestly, that hasn't been some, like, Rule 34 shit, like, going, ooh, Konshu spanked me daddy in that suit. <laughs> Probably is somewhere. Um, How come Konshu is the only... Because they're all animals, aren't they? The gods or representative animals, but he's the only yeah. dead one. They said they said something about that, because uh, Ahmed... Ah, oh, oh, what's she called? Ahmed. Ahmed said, like, oh, you look awful. Yeah. Like, he, time's not been good to you, and he's like, well, whatever. 
So All my flesh is gone. What did you expect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I can't remember. In the comics... Because you'd think, you know, maybe it's because he's, he's associated with ju- the, the judgment of death, but so is Armour, and she's still got all her crocodile Oh, crocodile flesh. shoes. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I don't actually know that one. Uh, Jay, if you're listening, um, J- actual other Jay, not this one. Everyone <laughs> probably thinks I've made up. Hello, it's me, Jay. It's me, other, Jay. Other Jay. Um, yeah, message me. Tell me why, why is he... Was he oh, was he ever alive in the comics or was he always in the skeleton form? Because I've only ever seen him in the comics in skeleton form. I never even questioned that. But um, I'm trying to think. Well, actually, yeah. And then, so hold on, we haven't talked about. So Layla has a a great arc. I didn't see coming. So she's now the avatar of the hippo god, and yeah. she gets these cool wings, which everyone was like, "Wonder Woman eighty four. That's what you wanted to do." <laughs> She um, was a, like a gender swap version of Scarlet Scarab, wasn't she? Yeah, look, that was it, Scarlet cool. Scarab. And everyone went nuts and thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I saw, it's already been misquoted. Because obviously, <laughs> like, I think this kid goes, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she goes, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, and then just carries on fighting. But I've seen the meme going around showing, like, the girl, are you an Egyptian superhero? Although it's asking, who are you? And... Then it's showing her saying, me, I'm an Egyptian superhero. <laughs> and then people putting like, I got chills at this moment. I'm like, that moment never happened. It's like, it's like Darth Vader saying, they want a war. I'll give them a war. war. A, a Star, Star War. war. <laughs> because it's me, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> no. It's honestly, I was just like, oh my God, you just watched this last week. How have you got it so wrong already? You can rewatch it. You can stream it. Um... That is very annoying. Oh, but no, I like I look forward to whatever they do with her because I feel like that isn't just something you do and walk away from. Yeah, um, I, I it makes me wonder because I don't think that even if there isn't a season two of Moon Knight, I don't think they'll never acknowledge the character again. Oh no, they will. They'll w- whether it gets like a movie or whether he pops up in a movie or pops up in another movie uh, as like a side character because apparently every Marvel movie needs a secondary main character. Now. <laughs> um, that's what I liked about this as well, actually. It didn't rely on anything but but Moon Knight. It was its own story. Yeah. Like you said, there was literally just one link was to the ancestral plane. And it never mentions anything like... It doesn't name drop anyone. Like, no, oh, this is doesn't. what Cap would do. Yeah. Or anything like Do you know like what that. I did think was going to happen at one point? And I, I realised how insane it was after it didn't happen. Was, do you know when he's walking to um, Ahmet's tomb? And there's that shot of the, the goat stood on the boulder, just like wedged between the two things. Mm. And I was like, that looks really familiar for some reason. And I was thinking, my, my mind started racing and I was like, is this going to be like, are they going to get there? And Iron Man's going to come storming out of the cave in, in the Mark Quan suit and that's going to be when the show's set. And I was like, I don't know if, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'd like that or... <laughs> no, no, that'd be terrible. I'd hate that. <laughs> well, I think that'd be really cool. Because it would just be like... I don't want it to be set in 2006 because then you're going to go, like, Oscar Isaac, age him 20 years. <laughs> no, it just carries on from there. No, that's horrible. I'm glad they didn't. And I'm glad, I'm glad you realised how And then every shot is the like Battle of New York and he's on like the top of the building, like, I'll oh, come and help. I'll be down in a second. And then he gets hit by one of the Chitarians. <laughs> he never actually makes it to any of the scenes. Like, so, oh, like, there's some like stupid excuse why he can never be there. Like, okay, I'll just be out in a second. I'm just going to get my, my shoes from this cupboard. Uh, oh, falls in the cupboard. Oh, I can't get the cupboard. Oh. Layla, where is my super, super suit? suit. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Have we? Because that was the other good thing about this. It was quite condensed. There was only really Oscar Isaac, uh, the actress who played Layla, who I'm afraid I don't know the name of off the top of my head, and Ethan Hawke. They were the only 
It was just M3. Yeah, it was really, wasn't it? Because Oscar's playing about Oscar Chu's voice artist. Who had a cool name, I can't remember his yeah. name, but they look it up. Um, I feel like I w- I did wonder like the avatars of the other gods would have been. I don't know. Ever wanted to see the other gods, or they just didn't seem to flex their power well. That was the only thing they ca- they came I... off as being. Maybe arrogant and stupid. I, but... I think that the Avatars should have come out in their Avatar suits rather, yeah. rather than just their civvies. Yeah. It was just a bit like, okay, that looks like an accountant from Delaware or something. It, <laughs> like, it, it, it just... lost its gravity. Yeah, they're in this old like Egyptian tomb at a chamber of the gods and there's mm. a guy in a suit and tie and it's like, oh, come on. And it's weird because like, on some bits you got you've got you had like, like bits like that which were lazy, but I also liked when that hippo god's trying to speak to Layla and she's speaking through dead people and the actors who played the dead people were great at looking like they yeah, were still dead yeah. and talking and then sitting down back down like that just, was good that was like creepy as fuck but like in a, but then her voice coming out was quite cute as well it's like <laughs> oh hey Layla <laughs> I'm oh, dead yeah you're gonna love this suit it's gonna be marvellous <laughs> um, what who do you think was there's, there's a kind of semi-obvious answer but who do you think was the villain um I would say Armet because uh, Harrow says he go Harrow goes like I you need to judge me now um, I know I've done wrong to get to this point but it will be worth it in the end so judge me um, but, ki- but kill how- me and she goes no I want you and he goes why do you want me I'm in balance and she's like yeah the last person had me was balanced and look what fucking happened there no I'm gonna have you and he goes like he begins questioning her a bit. He's a bit like, going, well, hold on, this this doesn't make sense. You shouldn't really be picking me. And she does then twist around, but then you can see she's already clouded and then she's making exceptions to her own rule and just wants it all is all about Armit. It's not actually about the the cause at the end. But then but then that implies that would you not say that Harrow is the villain up until that point? And then Harrow, he doesn't exactly. Re- it would have been cool if there was some kind of redemption for Harrow at the end. If that was if that was what was going to happen, like if he gets he gets what he wants, gets Armit free, and then he's like, oh wait a minute, she's she's not acting how I how she's meant to act. She's not following her own philosophy. I can't remember what happened to Harrow at the end. Well, I know he didn't die, and I know he didn't. Harrow oh no, he got shot, didn't he? Well, Harrow gets they he, get, he get shot. take to the asylum. The, he gets taken. Well, they put Armit in Harrow, and Conchie's like kill him. And and Moon Knight's like, no, I'm not going to kill him. You you've made me kill so many people. Yeah. I will not kill. Which was a bit again. I got a bit annoyed at that. I was, mm. but then I felt like it was about control. It's like I'm not going to kill him because you say so. Yeah, Let's yeah. put him in the lunatic asylum. So because Moon Knight and Foot, Moon Knight needs to kill. That is how he's brutal in the comics. He doesn't kill. But then why why couldn't Harrow escape using Ahmed's powers? Because um, they used a spell to trap Ahmed in the the same way that Contra was trapped. In the stone, he couldn't use his powers to get out. Right, takes his pa- the powers away and traps. But Harrow's like the idol instead. Yeah. Of... So then Charo's Harrow's got the a, the a god trapped inside of him that can't do anything with right. no powers. I don't remember that. Bit. That was like they, they they had to come together. They um, Scarlet Scarab and Moonlight run in and do the spell around right. and pull Armor back back down. I really don't remember that. Which bit. would it, which was really annoying was. <laughs> As Armit's like depleting and going down in front of Konshu because they're completing the spell, I think Konshu should have gone later's gators. <laughs> that would have been great, <laughs> but in like a, like an English accent as well. Later's gators. Later's gators. Later's gators. <laughs> and then just like turns himself and goes, "I hope no one saw me say that." 
<laughs> that was just for me. <laughs> and then said, down, everyone's there. Oh, looking oh, oh, I look stupid now. Mark, you have to kill these people. Don't, don't even question why. <laughs> They've done bad things. I did like it when he was trying to he was trying to bargain with Mark. And, but then Stephen comes out and he's like, yeah, and I've got something to say as well. And he goes, Stephen Grant, I was not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> he kept calling him like, I love how Konshu... Because at, at the end of it, I did get... They, I think they did get Konshu right. Because Konshu would just be like a bit playful like in how he's responded. But then he would be a bit brutal just going, you're just a worm. It would be yeah. hello, little bug. Like that <laughs> And I... I did, but he oh, need- you're a precious... Oh, you're precious armory. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. As a people know who do the, uh, listen, we like to uh, when we record. Dan likes to put on something for the ambience. It always annoys me how he does it. <laughs> and today he's just got a montage of pyramids, uh-huh. and it went off, and I was dead pleased. And now it's back. <laughs> and there's a tour bus on this one. Oh, now there's subtitles. <laughs> um, but he was he was a very interesting character because like he, what he did, it's kind of like the difference between because he would judge people based on what they've already done. And Ahmet would judge their entire life and say, well, at some point you'll do something wrong, so you've mm. got to die now. So really, it should be like War Machine and Ahmet <laughs> teaming up because he wants to kill Thanos when he's a baby. So it's yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that could be the next spinner. Um, but it's, it's, it's difficult to tell which one is right and wrong. Well, I feel like Conchie's right because... Do you let them do the evil and then punish them for it or do you stop them before they do the evil? This This is literally what Civil War 2 was about. (laughs) Well. In the comics. Oh, I thought you meant the American Civil War. No, no. The American Civil War wasn't called Civil War (laughs) 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, it was. Um, But... I can't remember what it was now. You were saying that you didn't know whether that was... Yeah, yeah, because Ahmed doesn't give anyone a chance for redemption because for me it's like yeah you've seen they're gonna do it but like surely there's something you can say or do to them that will change their path and correct what they're gonna do timelines change all the time Mm. and it removes that choice from them whereas the way country does it he he knows probably knows something's gonna happen but he waits till after the fact yeah he does to do to do anything about it judges those who who go to uh, attack people at night like a judge and a preemptive executioner (laughs) which 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 uh which side you go with i know it's i i was i was team i'm team conchu all all the way even even though he's is he does give he's a bit of a trickster as well because like he said at the end now you will kill him and the she and scarlet scarab goes well no you said people should have a choice mark should have a choice no, 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 kill, kill now. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> Don't listen to me. Yeah, no. And it's like, though that's the problem. You're now saying, you're just like, Ahmed, you're given no choice. People have to have choice. And yeah, that's yeah. the problem with you. Your avatars don't have choices, mm. even though you are saying to people that you do give choice. I do love the whole dynamic of these really powerful gods wanting to impose their will on humanity, but they can't without the cooperation of one of humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a really good... I've never really come across anything like that before. It was really cool. I also like how we have got to this point now where gods just exist in yeah. the MCU. I saw people kicking off about it on Facebook. I was like, oh, it's a bit of stretch to me to believe that Egyptian gods are real in the MCU. I was like, you've got wizards and aliens and... Well, you've got as well, you've got that all the Norse gods yeah. were aliens and that's where they come from. You've established that the Black Panther, Black Panther is a god. That's how they get the they they that they established that in the film the Black Panther God whatever that's a thing you accepted that yeah. and yeah and also the Eternals they've been around since the beginning of time 
and with these massive yeah there's a massive like, baby in the earth <laughs> yeah yeah these space gods yeah have been around since the dawn of time but no the egyptian gods that's where we draw the line no yeah we don't we don't like that that's too yeah that was a bit of a weird thing to pick on yeah for a universe so expansive where magic and science exist in the same universe what was I'm gonna ask you? What was your fa- favorite episode? And what was your worst episode? My favorite was was it episode four, the one where he dies. And yeah, I was gonna say that. I feel like it was everyone's episode that, favorite yeah, episode. That, that episode was, four was that was the best one. Clear cut. Five um, five. Looking back, the first one's probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah, I, I liked it obviously because it needed to establish a line. It was really well done. But in terms of, I I think it got better and better until episode four, and then. A very slight decline in in how good it was, but still very good by the end. Okay, okay. I would have said, yeah, for me it was episode three. I didn't make that very clear. That, that was your favorite one, yeah. No, <laughs> black market. Oh, the fucking black market. <laughs> Moonlight goes the black market. <laughs> it was like you know, it's look, always look, sunny. Look, I'm not. I'm never gonna go the black market. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the gang go the black market it just it was so I hated that uh, the the end credits were great because obviously everything that they kind of it was a good nod to Moon Knight fans but if you're not a Moon Knight fan it was also an excellent nod what was nod. the first credit scene? there wasn't there was just that that was is it that what, is that what you said? No, I said the, the end credit scene yeah there's only one there was only that literally that entire thing with him in the asylum Jake taking him out and taking oh, him to yeah, the yeah. and shooting him and driving off with Spectre written on which should be fucking, that'd be cool if it leads to, he is living in New York, really, and that's he's the one who's been in charge more or less the whole time Mark thinks he is. Yeah, because Mark seemed very kind of like, let me show you around the brain. Like, he, he seemed to be the one with the most knowledge of how everything worked, and what, where, when Stephen came into existence, and yeah. when he'd been dipping in and out of being conscious and stuff. But he'll, he'll have moments, as yeah, it'll get revealed as more. Um, I did actually really like the ending to episode five where Stephen, quote unquote, died. Yes, that was good. That was very sad. And I thought I thought we weren't going to see Stephen again. I genuinely thought that. I thought, well, you know what? We haven't just talked about that. Episode five ends. And then I just remember thinking, how the fuck are they going to wrap up this entire thing in one half hour episode? Because uh, Mark's dead and in paradise. No, I think it wasn't an hour. I think it was only like half hour, 40 minutes. Um, Mark's Mark's dead and in paradise. Stephen's dead and in hell, essentially, or purgatory, whatever you want to look at it. Um, his actual body is dead in a pyramid, <laughs> and Ahmed is about to be freed. Uh, there's and we've got to wrap this up in nicely in a bow. And, and in my head, I was going, and we still haven't seen Jake Lockley. <laughs> um, but no, I was very impressed that they actually managed to run to the finish line as successfully as they did. Um, who who are you? If you had to pick one to, to take over the body, are Mark and Stephen. If one had to go, which one would you prefer to stay? Oh, in the series? Yeah. Well, I'd yeah, want, I guess in just in general. I'd want to keep Mark because that's true to the, the comic. Well, ignore, ignore that. Don't don't pay attention to the source material. Go, I don't, but go off, the, off your opinion of the portrayal. No, of... I do not want to see a Moon Knight where the only character <laughs> is him going... Jam. I I've would got... love that. No, I just couldn't. That'd be such spitting on the fucking on the. <laughs> Wait, considering the comics, and we like outlend you, the first one, the nine hundred pound. Do, I, do one. I have to have an attendant with me when I read it? You do. <laughs> okay. And you have to you have to wear gloves. Okay. And also, but I'll lend you that, and you'll see what I mean. Like, it would make no sense. It's so good how it is. Like in in this latest run, which is great. 
he bargains with um, a shape-shifting demon um, for... I can't be bothered to explain why, but it's a shape-shifting... <laughs> okay. it's, no, it's, 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 a, it's a shape-shifting demon, like... Um, it's exactly like Clayface from Batman, you know, he can... Okay. Right? And he traps him in, like, a box. Uh, and he's like, I'll keep you there now forever. And he's like, no, you won't. Well, I said, I'm, he says, I'm not bothered. I need to eat, breathe, whatever. I am forever existence. He's like, I know. But this box, then, I'm going to put in this hole. And I'm going to pour this cement over you. For the, and that's where you'll stay forever. The end of time. Locked off from sight, sound, smell, everything that will drive even your brain mad. He goes, unless you tell me what I want to know. So he's going to tell him what he wants to know. He's like, okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. Yeah, okay. You then do it goes, anyway. I'm turning the cement mixer on. <laughs> and then all the other characters go, what? And he's like, I'm not letting him out. And the things that you said, you said. And he's like, I know what I said. And you're a horrible demon thing. And I'm not letting you out. <laughs> and just and just like, and does it. And all the other characters are looking at him, like going, what are you doing? And he's like, if you think I'm a bad guy, walk away now. But that is the right thing to do. And that's how dark the character is. He, mm-hmm. he will do. So to make him like proper jovial, like Hugh Laurie, makes no fucking sense. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I know I said I'd let you out, but... Cement mixes on, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I've already paid for it. Um, Are you going to give me my money back? Out of out of ten, where does this fall? Oh, I've really no idea, you know. It is a hard one. Really hard. Because I wrote down, or I decided to write down how I felt about every episode, like, out of five, to kind of remind me where I thought I've... So I, even though it's out of ten, I did the episode out of five for some reason. Um, this is the J formula, <laughs> and I think I know where I'm going to lie. I think I know where I'm going to lie. Um, for those of you listening, he is literally just pulling at his face right now. Probably an eight. Bang on! That's exactly where I was going to mm. go. An eight. Seven is way too harsh. Yeah. Uh, Nine isn't quite there. It, it could be a nine, but I don't think I can go as far as a nine either. I can't go as far as a nine. An eight out of ten is a good score, it so is... I shouldn't really feel harsh for that, should I? No. And nine nine I can't go to because the, the, the entire Black Mark, the, that one episode really ground my gears. I think if that had been tighter, more cohesive, then yeah, it, I'd be, it'd be higher. But that really pissed me off. How long do you think it'll be before people start taking these shows and editing them into a film? Because it will be quite interesting to see how much of the fat you can cut and still have like a cohesive story. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Um, people might I'm not be saying it'll it. be better. I'm just saying it will be interesting yeah, to, to see no, what I know what doing. you mean. I wonder if, yeah, that would, I'd, I'd like to see that Moon Knight, the film. Yeah. Could that cut down? I don't know if you could do it. It'd, be, it'd still be like, I mean, if they were they're all like 40 minutes long already, I you feel like... You could just put them back to back. I feel like it'd be, be a three hour... Be, I know, but it's still... If you, cut, if you trim 10 minutes off each other... I reckon you could get that in two and, out, two and a half hours. Maybe. Maybe. It is only six episodes. You don't need all of the interaction between Layla and Mark and Steven saying, so who are you now? Yeah, you don't need... You Do don't, you have the body? <laughs> you don't need the boat scene, for fuck's sake. No, the boat scene stays. No, the boat scene stays. I am hard on that. No. <laughs> you you take away that boat scene, I take away your death boat scene. No! <laughs> then the black market stays. No. Disappear there. <laughs> um, what did you think at home? Please let us know in the comments down below or email us at talknetheruk at gmail.com. Uh, thanks, Dan, for coming on. Uh, obviously Dan is now a fully fledged member of Talk Nerdy to me but he also presents a show called Tell Me Again 
uh, with Pete, who is also a co-host on Talk Nerdy to Me. Um, so one big family. Yeah. So go and check that out on the podcast section of the site, talknerdy.uk. And you can see the what they've done so far. And at the time of recording this, they're just planning a second season still, isn't it? Third season. Third season. Yes. Um, the first episode is out. It is an uncharted comparison between the film and the game. And then, so, next coming up plans, we have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will be our next episode. That'll be out in the next week or so from t- uh, this time of this being recorded and released. And I'm going to speak to Dan when this goes off camera, I went to say, but off air. About an- I didn't press record on the camera! <laughs> um, about another episode where we go Ooh. back to maybe our... I know we've done a lot of spoiler reviews. If you go back, it's spoiler reviews. Spoiler, but there's been a lot of shit released. There's been... Whereas pre- in the five years we've been doing this, the four or five years we've been doing this, there wasn't something released like every fucking month. <laughs> it was like once a quarter. So we had to fill the, the gaps with episodes about random shite. Go back and have a look. There's some great episodes with Gaz who, don't worry, is still part of the pod. He's just taking some time out for himself. He's in the Gaz sleep. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of like the Odin sleep, but of Gaz. He just has to go off and one. Um, so, yeah, he's, ju- he's just in the Gaz sleep for now. He will be back presently at some point. But thank you, Dan. And I'd just like to say a disclaimer. I am not Gaz. I know I've claimed to be Gaz a few times. I'm actually not. And I am Jay, but I am not that other Jay that I mentioned. He definitely <laughs> exists. Trust me. Okay. Um, okay. Well, in that case, though, I have been Jay. I've not been Gaz, I've been Dad. Um, we've been talking nerdy. But I'm going to say it. I'm waiting for you. Why are you waiting for me? We said, okay, we're doing this again. <laughs> this is only your second time. I'll learn. Okay, Please I... pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Jay. I've been Dad. And we've, we've been, been talking, talking nerdy. nerdy. Night. Moon Night. <laughs>